0: Reading is from the book of Leviticus, beginning at chapter 4. And the Lord said to Moses, Say to the people of Israel, if anyone sins unwittingly in any of the things which the Lord has commanded not to be done, or does any one of them, if he is, if he is if it is the anointed priest who sins, thus bringing guilt on the people, then let him offer for sin, which has been committed, a young bull without blemish, to the Lord for a sin offering. He shall bring the bull to the door of the tent of the meeting before the Lord, and lay his hand on the head of the bull, and kill the bull before the Lord. And the anointed priest shall take some of the blood of the bull and bring it to the tent of meeting. And the priest shall dip his finger in the blood and sprinkle part of the blood seven times before the Lord in front of the veil of the sanctuary. (coughs) And the priest shall put some of the blood on the horns of the altar of fragrant incense before the Lord, which is in the tent of meeting. And the rest of the blood of the bull he shall pour out at the base of the altar of burnt offerings which is at the door of the tent of meeting and all the fat of the bull the sin offering he shall take from it the fat that covers the entrails and all the fat that is in, on the entrails and the two kidneys with the fat that is on them at the loins and the appendage of the liver which he shall take away with the kidneys just as these are taken Taken from the ox of the sacrifice of the peace peace offerings, the priest shall burn them upon the altar, a burnt offering. But the skin of the bull and its flesh, with its head, its legs, its entrails, and its dung, the whole bull he shall carry forth outside the camp to a clean place, where the ashes are poured out, and shall burn it on a wood of fire, fire of wood. Where the ashes are poured out, it shall it be burned. This is the word of the Lord. Mama. Mama. Chapter four of Leviticus, beloved in the Lord, is about the sin offering, the atatot, which is an expiatory sacrifice. The word "atatot" actually means sin. When he says the expression "asa atatot," translated that very, very literally, it means to make a sin. Doesn't sound very encouraging, Mm -hmm. but it's an idiomatic expression meaning to make a sin offering. This is the offering made to expiate sin. And this noun in the priestly code always means offenses against God. And because it means sin, it's extended to mean sin offering. Here in Leviticus, in fact, the normal meaning of atatat is sin offering. Whenever one is dealing with the, the ritual, that's the normal meaning of Atatat. In a moral code, it would mean sin. In the ritual, it means a sin offering. With the term understood in this specific way and special sense, we can see that when the Apostle Paul said that God made Jesus sin for us, okay. just translate that back into, translate back into, into Hebrew. Okay pi'in becomes asa, atatat. And theologians would sit around all day and wonder, how did God make Jesus sin for us? And they they have brilliant explanations of it, but it doesn't say that. It's not the meaning of the text at all. He means that Jesus became the victim of that expiatory sacrifice by which atonement was made for our sins. So Hamartia in these texts which is which translated in the Septuagint. Hamartia piin, a literal translation of asa atatat, means to make a sin offering. Paul is saying that Jesus himself became the atatat, the sin offering, fulfilling the prophetic dimension of this sacrifice with which this, this chapter deals. It should be further noted that these particular sacrifices, although expiatory, are not substitutionary. They're not substitutionary. There's a contrast here between the sacrifice of the Paschal Lamb, which is substitutionary, but the sacrifice of the Paschal Lamb is not expiatory. The Bible invariably distinguishes between substitutionary and expiatory sacrifices and the Bible never confuses them. They're very distinct in biblical thought. It is a fact that the Old Testament system of sacrifice never prescribed a substitutionary mactation of a sacrificial victim to atone for a sin that deserved death. If anyone commits a sin that deter in the Old Testament, if anyone commits a sin that deserves death, there is no sacrifice for it. Okay? There's no sacrifice prescribed for it. That is to say, the animal is not punished in the place of man. There's no sacrifice. If, if a man is to be put to death, he's to be put to death. And there's no sacrifice you can't substitute. In the sacrificial system of the Bible then, No animal is ever sacrificed to atone for the sin of someone who, because of that sin, deserved to die. With respect to the death of Jesus on the cross, we say that he died to atone for our sins. He did not die in our place. (laughs) Bible knows nothing about that. He did not die in our place. He was not punished with the punishment that we deserved, not, not, a, not a trace of that in the Bible. In regard to his death, it was an expiatory sacrifice. When we speak of his death as a sin offering, there's no notion at all of substitution. There is a notion of substitution, however, when we speak of his death as the Paschal Lamb because the Paschal Lamb really does die in the place of the firstborn son. When we say this, we indicate that he acted as the true Paschal Lamb, of which those earlier lambs were but symbols and types. Thus, the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross was expiatory and it was substitutionary, expiatory as a sin offering, substitutionary, as a Passover sacrifice. He fulfilled both of these sacrificial types, each in a way proper to itself. You see, the death of this Lamb of God did what the substitutionary sacrifices of the ancient Paschal lambs was never intended to do, namely, to take away the sins of the world. Because remember, the lamb itself is not an expiatory sacrifice. What's that? What sacrifice do we have tonight? The bull. The bull. Mm-hmm. Jesus fulfills all of the ancient sacrifices of the Old Testament. That's one of the reasons why it's important to read these, these texts in Leviticus and elsewhere. Chapter 1 of Leviticus, for example... Speaks of the hola, the hola, which we translated through Greek and then the Latin as holocaust. What do we mean by that? It means that the sacrifice is complete. A hola or a holocaust is complete, nothing's left. There's a sense in which that is the sacrifice Jesus offered, it was complete. He gave all of himself. Chapter 2 goes on to speak of the minchach, or grain sacrifice, sacrifice of grain. That's also a prefiguration of the sacrifice of Christ. Because in the breaking of the bread, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Chapter 3 of Leviticus speaks of the zela shelamim, the zela shalimim, which is the peace offering. The sacrifice of Christ is also a peace offering because he shares with us his own communion with God. In chapter 4 of Leviticus speaks of the atatot, or sin offering, because he takes away the barrier that the human race creates between God and the human race. is the perfect sacrifice in every sense, and all the sacrifices of the law are fulfilled in that of the cross. <laughs>